Welcome to the podcast of All Nations International Fellowship, and I'm your host, Pastor Joseph Castillo. And I trust that the living Word of God will change you from the inside out. After you listen, please share on your social media. Visit us online at www.anifbeijing.com. It's good to see everyone in the house of God. It's good to be back, and we had some uh, great experiences uh, during this um, relatively short vacation. And and uh, I would honestly, I would have liked uh, to to have another month, you know. And I, I do have one more from the university, uh, but uh, uh, Nasco School he goes to an American school, so it starts next week. So we had to come a bit earlier. So I didn't, I didn't get to go to Bulgaria, but uh, next year, you know, uh, home is where the heart is, and uh, I feel my heart is in Africa, so, so I, I felt really uh, good doing God's work there, amen, and I'll tell you more about that, uh, of course, but it's, it's good to see you all, and uh, I think, uh, we, thank you, um, we met uh, uh, several of you at Shabbat. It's a good time, amen, and uh, uh, see the church is doing quite well, hallelujah, uh, serving God, trusting God, amen. That's what it's all about, that's what it's all about, amen. Okay, let me just uh, start by asking a question. If we, if we would, should summarize Christianity in one word, what would it be? Thank you got it. Amen. So that's what I'm what I'm going to Amen. Welcome. That's what I'm going to talk about today. Amen. <clears throat> couple of verses, and we'll go to a few more, but uh, just start with a couple from the Gospel of John. John 3.16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes on Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And then another uh, couple from John 13. John 13, 34 and 35. A new commandment I give you, that you love one another, as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By this shall all men know that you are my disciples, if we have love one to another. Amen. I'm going to speak on God's wonderful love. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your goodness, your great love to us, your mercy, for your salvation, for bringing us out of darkness into your marvelous light. And once again, um, 
bringing us here together in your house to worship you and praise you and and lift you up and, and learn to follow you and walk with you. Hallelujah. And I pray, God, that you give us a deeper revelation of your truth and your love and 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 your power. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Lord, I, I pray that you anoint the preaching and the hearing of your word. And we want to leave this place, not the way we came, but we want to go away from here, transformed, changed, and um, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. To your glory and your honor. Amen. Shake hands with somebody. Hallelujah. Amen. And say, I, I, I love you. I love you. In the love of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. We love you in the love of the Lord. Amen. So yes, if we're to summarize Christianity in one word, that would be it. Love. The love of God. Amen. The love God has for us and then the love that we have for one another. Amen. And... Um, for God so loved the world that he gave his son. You know, from the, from the very beginning, God created a perfect world. He created uh, the world in six days. And then on the sixth day, he created man in his own image and likeness. And, and he wanted that man, you know, uh, to be the crown of his creation, to have fellowship with him and relationship with him and and, and also represent him, you know, rule over creation and represent God. God wanted to, his glory manifest to the world through that human being, through man and woman. Amen. But uh, God gave them grace. You can eat out of every tree in the garden. That's grace. That's freedom. But to be truly free, you have to have the law as well. One tree you cannot eat, and that's the tree of knowledge. Amen. You, you're not truly free unless you have the law. Amen. So you have, the, you have grace, eat of every tree, then have the law, don't eat of one tree. Amen. So man, tempted of the devil, decided to follow his own way instead of God's way. Amen. And, you know, they were tempted, and, and of course... Uh, they sinned, they, they were separated permanently from the presence of God. Spiritual death and physical death entered creation. Amen. And, you know, in the garden, it's interesting, God, God sought for that man. And God's been seeking for men ever since. He said, uh, where are you, Adam? Amen. That was, that's what, you know, he was seeking for them. And that's when he confronted him about his sin. Amen. Because they saw themselves naked and uh, they were ashamed. You know, there's some uh, theological kind of uh, speculation about it. But I'd like to believe that in the beginning they were clothed with the glory of God, with the Shekinah. They were covered, you know, because it would be 
quite unusual for God to cover all the animals with something. You know, the fish have scales and then the, the mammals have fur and the birds have feathers. But, but man would, uh, would not have been naked, you know. It doesn't make sense. So it's likely they were covered in the glory of God. So when they ate of the tree of knowledge, you know, they were separated from God. So uh, they saw themselves naked and they were ashamed. Amen. And God was seeking the man. Where are you? And God tells people today, where are you? Where are we? He's still seeking, searching for human beings to reconnect with them. Because as a result of sin, people have been permanently, (coughs) permanently separated from the presence of God. People without God don't have life. So when people come from, you know, from the world of sin and they repent for their sins, turn to God, accept Christ, amen, receive salvation, they, they are saved. They are, that's why we say they're born again. They were born again because without Christ, there's death and they need to be born again. Amen. That's why we say people are saved. In order for people to want to be saved, they need to first realize they're lost. You know, because uh, if, if everything is going well, why be saved? What's the point of salvation? You know, but that's why humanity needed salvation. They needed salvation from sin. And, you know, through Adam, and we can all blame it on, on them, you know, through Adam and Eve, you know, sin entered creation and entered the human race. Amen. And... Uh, the way it's interesting, the way Adam reacted to God is some how, how people react, you know, when they are confronted with their sin. You know, Adam said, uh, well, the woman that you gave me. So he's blaming her first and then he's blaming God for giving her to him. The woman you gave me. That's it. She gave me this, this fruit of the tree of knowledge. And that's how people react to sin. They, they have different ways of reacting to you know, being confronted with their sin. They would blame other people. You know, they would deny what they've done. Or you know, they would hide or, or go deeper into sin as a, as a reaction. You know, that's what sin does. It will... Um, you know, cost us more than we want to pay. will take us further than we want to go. Amen. And it will uh, keep us longer than we want to stay. That's what sin is. It's, it's, it's deadly. Amen. You eat of the tree, you surely die. And they died spiritually. They were permanently separated from the presence of God, from the Garden of Eden. They were, you know, uh, cursed. And the curse of the human race came uh, through them. Amen. And then, of course, individually, we all have sinned. And come short of the glory of God. However, God loved people. God loved humanity. And that's, that's Christianity. That's the message of love. You know, the religion of love. God loved the world and He gave His only begotten Son. He gave the most precious thing that He had. He gave His Son. And that's God's love. You know, God wanted from that moment on to reconnect with sinful humanity. Amen. And in the Old Testament, he gave them the law, you know, gave them the prophets, gave them 
the Psalms, you know. But all of it pointed to this one man, Jesus Christ, who was to come, the Messiah, the Savior of the world. God manifest in the flesh. For great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh. Amen. God came in human form. 100% God and 100% man. That was Jesus Christ. And that's, that's a mystery. The human mind cannot comprehend it. Cannot explain it. How can God, you know, the, the Alpha and Omega, the beginning, the end, the first, the last, the omnipresent, the omniscient, one who knows all things and has all power and all, you know, all authority. He comes in human form. He's born in Bethlehem, in a manger. Amen. And then his purpose is solely to redeem humanity from their sins. Wow, that's, this, is, this is powerful, you know. You, you, can't, you can't think of a better way. This is the ultimate way. Amen. Because in the beginning, if we read Genesis, God created the heavens and the earth, right? However, if we go to the Gospel of John, which we read from, 1 1 it says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God you know talking about the logos the word that is Jesus Christ God's only begotten God's most precious you know he he was in the beginning there with God amen and then everything was created by him nothing was created without him of that which which was created Hallelujah. And in him was light and, the, and light was the life of men. And then, and then in verse 14 says, The word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld its glory. The glory is of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. For the law came from Moses, but grace and truth came through who? Through Jesus Christ. And no one has ever seen God, but the only begotten Son, who is in the womb of the Father. He revealed him. Hallelujah. Wow. So God is coming in human form. And he's coming to reveal God. You know, he's the visible image of the invisible God. Amen. God's invisible. But if you've seen me, Jesus said, you've seen the Father. He revealed God the Father to humanity. And his ultimate purpose was to die on Calvary for the sins of the world. I mean, that's love. God loved the world. He gave. You know, love always gives. He gave his only son. And this, in this is the love of God revealed that when we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Romans chapter 5, verse 8. Amen. He died for us. You know, and, and then in another place, he says, uh, a God who spared not his own son, but gave him up for us all. How much more shall he with him give us all things? Amen. That's, that's ultimate love. You know, we have, you know, in, in some Christian circles, especially us more charismatics, you know, uh, I, I mean, we love to preach on the power of God. And, you know, I... I I do, you know, one of my favorite things to preach on the Holy Ghost and the power of God, you know, and, and all that. But, uh, you know, one, one area where we lack is, you know, talking about human suffering. 
You know, because suffering is, is reality. Amen. And people want to explain suffering. You cannot explain suffering, really. You know, why do good people suffer? Why are children starving? You know, why are, you know, women raped or uh, people are, as lives are totally demolished and devastated by useless wars? Amen. I mean, these are questions even the Pope cannot answer, you know. Even the most devout Christians, you know, we cannot totally comprehend the mind of God. It's impossible. Amen. For us human beings to understand God's ways, you know, fully. Okay. You know, we know in part and we know what we're supposed to know. But to really understand God, you know, in our human mind is like trying to empty the ocean with a bucket. It's impossible. We're too limited and we're not supposed to understand human suffering. However, the one place that gives us, you know, gives us the, 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 the key to the mystery is this place, the cross, Calvary. That's where we see ultimate, you know, suffering. It's the worst thing that happened in history. Humanity killing God. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. You know, in one place in the Gospel of John, it says they bound him. How can the creation bind the creator? Or death bind life and and darkness bind light? That's what happened. And he ultimately gave up his life. He did not have to die. Because Romans tells us the The wages of sin is death. There was no sin in Christ. There was no foolishness found in his mouth. He was the perfect man. Amen. He did not have to die. That's why he said, no one takes my life from me. I lay it down. Voluntary. Okay, that's love. Amen. Like I said, the worst thing that happened here. However, at the same time, it's the best thing that happened. At the same time. The worst thing, you know, humanity crucifying the Son of God, you know, God in the flesh. And then the ultimate best thing, because that's the, the, the act of love. Yes. And we understand, I mean, we have a, 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 a small, like, uh, revelation into understanding suffering. Because they say, okay... You know, bad people prosper, good people suffer, you know. But all people suffer. I mean, that's reality. You have, because uh, you have actually three crosses there, right? You have the, the good man, the bad man, and the God man. They were all suffering. Amen? You have the two criminals. One of them repented. You know, that was a deathbed repentance. So we say the good man, then the bad man, then the God man. Hallelujah. That's the place where we can understand it. But, and to the world, this, this, this foolishness. Yes, the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. But to us who are saved, it's the power of God. 1 Corinthians 1.18 And then the Jews require a sign. The Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach 
Christ crucified to the Jews an offense or a stumbling block to the Greek foolishness. But to us who are called, he's the uh, power of God and the wisdom of God. Amen. And it's quite paradoxical. Amen. And then he tells, uh, he tells them in chapter 2. He said, when I came amongst you brethren, I did not want to know any other thing save Jesus Christ and him crucified. Hallelujah. And then, you know, as Pentecostals, we love to go on and say, and my, my speech and my preaching were not with the enticing words of man's wisdom, but by demonstration of the Spirit and power. Hallelujah. Amen. So, but, but that's, that's ultimately the message. You know, the cross. It, it can't go beyond that, but that's, you know, that's love. And, and there Many things that can be stumbling blocks. You know, people, people don't want to come to the church or become Christians for various different reasons. But, but the only uh, valid stumbling block or offense is the cross. You, you know, you can't get rid of that. Amen. Yeah, I know the seeker-sensitive movement uh, is, is get, you know, trying to remove the crosses and you know some of these things but listen i don't want to be seeker sensitive i want to be spirit sensitive amen and you cannot go beyond this you cannot become a christian outside of this you have to go through the cross have to believe have to understand you know or have a revelation of the love of god that was revealed through god giving his son Amen. Because that, I mean, that's ultimate love. You had to stop the recording at that point, but you might be listening right now and you say, Pastor Joey, I wanted to pray that prayer. If I was there, I would have prayed with you. I'd like to pray right now, as a matter of fact. I'd like to give my life to Jesus Christ. I would like to have God in my life, and I'd like to know Jesus as my Savior and my Lord and surrender my life to Him. You know, repentance means to turn away from your way of doing things and to turn to God's way. We've done things our own way, like they used to say in Alcoholics Anonymous and Narcotics Anonymous. When I did the 12 steps, they said, your best decisions and your best ways of thinking and your best ways to handle life have gotten you to this situation. And now it's time to trust a higher power. Well, there is no higher power than the God of all the earth. His name is Jehovah. And he sent his son Jesus to die for you. And through him, you can Turn from your way of doing things to His way. And His way is the right way because He made you. And He made you for a purpose. And He knows exactly what you need to pull out your potential to forgive you of your sins, deliver you from the things that keep you away from God in a sin and death cycle. And if you'd open up your heart to Him right now, together with me, God can begin a new work in your life. So just pray with me wherever you're at, whether you're driving your car, whether you're at home, uh, wherever you are, just, just pray with me and repeat after me. Say, Father, I come to you now 
in the name of Jesus. I ask you to forgive me. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me in the blood of Jesus. I believe that your Son died for my sins. And on the third day, He was raised from the dead. From this day forward, I belong to you. In Jesus' name, Amen. You prayed that prayer, I'd like you to contact me and we can send you some more resources and materials that can help you start this new life because this is the first day of the rest of your life. Email me at joe at nationsabroad.com or email the church at nfcontact at gmail.com and we'd love to speak with you and just correspond with you and put you on the right path, maybe help you find some local churches there online or something, or maybe we know some pastors there that could follow up with you and help teach you the Word of God. Thank you for listening, and feel free to download the other podcasts and just feed on the Word of God.